Off the ball. You two lads are from Leinster, so it's no wonder you're given out with the provincial championship. I don't want to take away the provinces. Who grew the geographical line back in the day? It's because of the way that the provinces are broken up. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Now, the Ireland under 20s drew 34 all with England over the weekend in the opening game of the World Under 20 Championships in South Africa. Alan Quinlan watches and is uh, joining us now to talk to us about this. Um, in a rip roaring tie that ends 34 all, Ireland felt a little bit fortunate at the end with the man sent off towards the end to get away with the draw, or were they. Sad that the game didn't go on a bit longer to try and give themselves a chance to win. Well, I think in the end, Jared, they were probably pleased that uh, that the whistle went and and they got a draw. I think um, if they lost that game, um, the reality and the chances of of making the semis would probably be way more difficult. I think there's three groups of four, and the top three from from each pool uh, go automatically into the semi-finals, and then the next best qualifier. And historically, I think we've seen from the tournament before that you, if you even if you lose a game, winning two games doesn't usually put you in the semi-final. So if Ireland lost that game, I think um, it would have made it very difficult for them to get to the semis. Look, it's it's a it's a tricky competition, a tricky tournament anyway, with with the games coming so quickly. Um, I think when they analyse the game and they look back. Uh, they'll be disappointed, um, particularly in the mid part of that second half. On about 64 or five minutes, they they ended up going 10 points up. And um, after being nine points down, just after half time, when England really responded. So it was a kind of a crazy game. It was 15-10 to Ireland at half time and um, a lot of mistakes. It was frantic stuff nonstop. And... Um, I think at that point you were thinking at 65 minutes Ireland are in a great position here and England responded they got a penalty then a converted try and levelled the match and um, Ireland had one or two more opportunities but um, they'll be probably disappointed with the mistakes they were certainly um, the effort level of the players and the desire and drive and all that kind of stuff and and they showed some great qualities at times but um, certainly made some mistakes which they'll be disappointed with so probably in the end I think relieved after Hugh Cooney was sent off towards the end and England were putting pressure on them close to their, their line I think they'll be relieved to to get a draw and I think as I said um, if they'd gone off the field and England had scored there you know the chances of getting to the semi-finals would be really difficult it's still a tough tough situation they play Australia and uh, on Thursday and then Fiji next Tuesday so um, it's still all to play for they got three points out of the game you know uh, two bonus points and a, and a point for the draw as well so they ended up getting three points in the end which was um, probably relief in the end England flawless off the tee Quinny and from an Irish perspective Sam Prendergast who's usually so reliable has a, a mini period where he misses I think it's four in a row and, and just it's those little things that can make such a huge difference in a game like that so that was surprising in, in, in the fact that Prendergast is usually so reliable yeah, and uh, the English 10, as you say, Connor Slevin, he didn't miss any. Um, his kicking was superb um, from the touchline as well for a, a couple of their tries. Um, yeah, it's hard to explain. Uh, you know, there were four easy kicks he missed. Not not like two of them were very, very kickable and you'd expect him no problems to slot him. The other two were 
little bit more difficult, but still probably the the trajectory of the of both those kicks um, wasn't good, and yeah, I think he'd be very disappointed um, with 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 striking the ball off the ground and. Um, I think at ten three, Shane, after scoring two tries, um, you easily it should have been fourteen three. So you know it did come down to probably a couple of missed kicks in the end from from those conversions that normally Sam Prendergast would get. If you go back to you know the Six Nations, he got a couple of vital kicks for Ireland in those matches. He kicked the winning penalty for Leinster against the Lions in April. Um, just he didn't have the kicking boots on, and that was an unfortunate part of that. But I think not not alone, and it probably was just well, it wasn't Sam Prendergast. I think Finton Gunn as well. Their their game management and their kicking strategy uh, made it difficult for themselves at times. So they're the kind of things they look back on, um, and uncharacteristically miss kicks. I think which were proved to be costly in the end. Was the red card deserved? Yeah, initially when when uh, when we saw the saw it in, in real time, it's um, part of me thought that the English player had stuck his elbow out and hit Yu Cooney, but when you see it on the replay, he shoots up really hard in a very upright position and there's head on head, and um, it's pretty clear that um, yeah that it was it was a red card we saw one in the super rugby final between the chiefs and the crusaders that was that was just a yellow card and it was worse it was head on head as well um referee had no no hesitation when he looked and uh went to the tmo and looked at it on the big screen that it was a red card so he got himself concussed as well you cooney and took a, took a heavy knock and then got a red card so he'll be a loss now he'll miss the australian game and uh yeah it was you you couldn't argue and say that it wasn't. There's a duty of care, obviously, and that's that's been uh, happening for for in recent times about the tackle player, and it's very well highlighted that you've got to go lower. So he was very upright, and um, it was a red card. Yes, the one in Super Rugby is a little bit concerning, right? Because it's so high profile. Uh, is there any sense that we're about to enter into a period of uncertainty where referees decide not to in inverted commas ruin games when it comes to the World Cup um, yeah well the bunker situation that was in for the 20s there where you know it's that that was happening in Super Rugby where if a, if a referee is unsure uh, what it's if it's kind of between that yellow and red situation Ger, where they they put they're not sure and the, the pressure is off them a little bit more now where they can give a yellow card and it's reviewed by the TMO. There's a 10-minute situation. It can be upgraded to a red. Um, on, on the, in Between the Chiefs and the Crusaders, the yellow was given by the referee and it was to be reviewed and then it was reviewed and deemed just a yellow. Um, I thought that's crazy and it probably just shows the Southern Hemisphere. Their, their view on this is still a little bit skewed um, you know, a lot of the talk in the last number of years was the game has been ruined by red cards and, you know, the game has gone soft, all that kind of stuff. Um, we've, we've heard some of those comments and, and to- totally conflicting opinions from ex-players and the media from in the Northern Hemisphere to the Southern Hemisphere, if you know what I mean. And uh, so I was just very surprised with that one, that it wasn't upgraded to red. 
particularly when you see the 20s and you see the same similar kind of incident um, straight away red card no complaints from 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 anyone watching it because as the tackle pair you've got to be more careful and and, and go lower so that would be concerning yes um, it's obviously more high profile the World Cup but this you know there's a lot of viewers and a lot of people watching Super Rugby final as well and and probably people scratching their heads saying why it wasn't upgraded to a red. Is discipline uh, a concern going forward, Quinny? Because aside from the, the, the red, of course, for Cooney, you've got the, the sin bin for, for Mangan as well, and that third quarter seemed to be the kind of the turning point and the ebb and flow back in, in England's direction for a period at least. I, I don't think uh, discipline is a problem. I think um, Dermot Mangan's one was... was kind of a chance in your arm scenario really that I've probably been in that position myself a few times where you're you're under pressure England are putting on uh putting the squeeze on Ireland they're 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 after making getting over the gain line they're close to the Ireland line um and he's trying to scramble around to get a turnover goes off his feet and that's temptation to kind of bring the ball which as you're as you're falling be cleaned out as well um obviously from a referee's point of view and an attacking point of view, you you can you don't get the benefit of the outs of those ones. If he stays on his feet another little bit, maybe he he'll get the penalty. But um, no, I don't think so. I think they were look, they're a brilliant side chain. I I think there was moments in the game where I I was just watching it and going, these guys are 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 really tenacious, resilient. Um, collectively, very very good. Their attack is. You know they're always on the go, trying to trying to create space and 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 move the ball. Um, and Richie Murphy's done a great job with him. I think if you uh, surmise the performance, you probably look back and say they lacked a little bit of control and game management at times, and and probably should have played a little bit of cup rugby if you like. Um, but it's kind of in their DNA the way they attack. Um, if you look at the Six Nations, they in winning the Grand Slam, they they scored the most points of of any team um, that have ever won it. But they've also con- also conceded the most points of any team that's ever won it. Um, so that would indicate they just need to be a bit better in defence and a bit more controlled. And 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 some of the pressure they they had from England on on, on Saturday was was kind of self inflicted, poor clearances. Uh, running the ball when they probably should have kicked the ball, um, just being a little bit of shrewd and managing the scoreboard, so building pressure and, and and just turning the opposition. But look, credit to England. England were very very powerful and they had some kind of really big ball carriers who 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 punished Ireland at times. But if you look back at it, I thought it was a game Ireland should have won if they were a bit shrewder. All right, Quinny, we leave it there. Thanks a million. Cheers. Cheers, lads. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.